Hey, you ever needed something for your home but don't have the cash or credit to pay for it? You can do that at Aaron's. Yep, you can rent to own appliances like washers, dryers, or refrigerators, furniture for your living room or bedroom, even tech. Plus, Aaron's has great brands like HP, Samsung, and Ashley. Life's always changing. Keep it, return it, upgrade it. Aaron's fits your life instead of the other way around. So check out your nearest Aaron's store or visit Aaron's.com to see what I'm talking about. Approval isn't guaranteed and some restrictions apply. You got to see your local store for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing an electrical blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. These things are sweet because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. Go to 4patriots.com slash meat eater to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4patriots.com slash meat eater. For hunters who are seeking the ultimate edge, Quiet Cat's Apex Pro is the answer. Its unparalleled performance and stealth are designed to enhance any hunt. Quiet Cat is more than an e-bike, though. It's a revolution in how you approach the wilderness, ensuring you can go further and hunt smarter. Save 10% on the Apex Pro and elevate your pursuits when you use code MEATEATER at quietcat.com. Welcome to Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins. I'm your host, Spencer Newarth, and today we're joined by special guest Bill Vander Hayden. In addition to Bill, we also have Stephen Ranella, Brody Henderson, Giannis Patelis, Corinne Schneider, Chester Floyd, and Maggie Hudlow. Now, Bill, this is your first time playing Meat Eater Trivia. How do you normally feel about trivia? You like it? Uh, I don't spend a lot of time learning, you know, random information but uh-huh. <laughs> i do uh spend a lot of time hunting fishing in the outdoors so i might get i might get one or two right here that'll help we'll you do you do you feel like you have some random information though in this space hunting fishing conservation cooking i have some i have a little bit yeah i think there's some some hope you'll do okay then. steve promised well, him that you would throw him well a that's bone. what i was gonna bring up i just told him how you probably <laughs> throw him a bone you got a bone planned out we do we do have one of those glad so to hear it i'm confident uh you'll at least get one of ten then bill now, if you're not familiar, this is a 10-round quiz show with questions from Meat Eaters for Verticals, which are hunting, fishing, conservation, and cooking. And there is a prize. Meat Eater will donate $500 to the conservation organization of the winner's choosing. And each week here on Meat Eater Trivia, we reveal a new stat. And for the stat of the week, we're looking at player complaints. <laughs> Do you guys have any predictions about what we might learn here? I think that can go unsaid. Now, Steve <laughs> destroys the field with an average of 6.47 complaints per episode. No way. <laughs> That's followed by Sean Weaver at 3.21 complaints per episode, Ryan Callahan at 3.01 complaints per episode, and Brody Henderson at 2.51 
complaints per episode. I was expecting to be right up there with Steve. You thought so? But I think I just jump on his bandwagon a lot. <laughs> you got some work to do then. Steve's mm. most dominating stretch <laughs> came early February to late April when he averaged 9.83 complaints <laughs> per episode. That stretches from episode 313 to 329. That's almost more than the amount of questions that there are. That's right. But Steve has mellowed out a bit, and over the last four episodes, he's only averaging 4.75 complaints per episode. You know why? The writing's on the wall, dude. Looking at the analytics, the show, more people listen when I'm not here. That, that is so, uh, so something shit no that is something that we did learn. You know, people ask me if it's a bit uh, that, that Steve gets ornery about trivia. It's not, because when we had the question about the lightning strike victims uh, a couple episodes ago, Steve called me twice that day. One time, it was five <laughs> hours later. That had been on his mind for five hours thinking about the lightning strike question, and he still wasn't convinced. Wow. Now, we have some housekeeping to get to as well. In a previous game of trivia, we talked about how the world champion squirrel cook-off is held annually in Arkansas. But then the cook-off organizers reached out and said that they were moving to Tennessee in 2022 because, because, quote, it would suck if the Super Bowl was held in Cleveland for 40 straight years. Well, in a shocking turn of events, the world champion squirrel cook-off has announced that the 2022 gathering in Tennessee has been canceled. Now, I asked why, and the event organizers said that the venue pulled the plug on them because of, quote, woke anti-squirrel people. <laughs> oh. So, the world champion squirrel cook-off is now moving back to Arkansas in 2023 and plans on staying there for good. I don't get the their woke anti-squirrels or woke anti-squirrel anti- yeah. anti-squirrel people, which would actually probably be pro-squirrel people if they were against a squirrel cook-off. Uh, but that, that was what they said the issue was, was that the venue in Tennessee did not support what they were doing. Of all places, Tennessee of all places. Tennessee. Like Clay should get it on that. NYC, but not Tennessee. <laughs> so the world champion yeah, squirrel cook-off people said they learned their lesson, and I think they said something about they're staying in God's country for good, and the Arkansas Game and Fish Department uh, is going to be a partner with them, and, and that is now permanently their home. Dude, we could find them venues all day long. I think so. Wherever yeah, want no, listen, if I win, I'm going to, uh, today, I'm going <laughs> to, don't give my money, my winnings to uh, Tennessee Wildlife Federation, which is one of the country's oldest, uh, you know, conservation organizations. They've done a ton of good, and I bet with that five hundred dollars, they could find a venue for the squirrel cook-off, maybe for twenty twenty-four, and so that it doesn't have to always stay in Cleveland, so to speak. There you go. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. And with hey, that, hey, I have a uh, request though. What's up? Uh, um. I always want to. I think feel like you're not always giving us the Shelby score before oh, every game. Yeah, this you know sometime we'll introduce like a Shelby index uh, for every game, but this one it was three. So it's shaping enough to be a tough round. Then Ho-ho. that means our winner should be in the ballpark of six. Explain the Shelby score. The Shelby index. Uh, Shelby is my wife, and each night before I come to Meat Eater Trivia, I have her play to see how she does, and it sort of gives me a baseline of what the winner might do. Normally, she scores about half as well as the winner of Meat Eater Trivia, and last night she got three, which means this is a tougher round. And with that, we are on to Meat Eater Trivia. Play the drop, (laughs) Phil. Suck it, Brody! (laughs) We'll see. Look, I need to know what I stand to win. Everything. 
How's that? It's time to win everything. Question one, as always, this will be multiple choice. The topic is fishing. What mammal has the most lakes named after it in America? Is it beaver, wolf, deer, or bear? What mammal has the most lakes named after it in America? Is it beaver, wolf, deer, or bear? That's probably your best question yet. Thank you. Steve is not going to go in the opposite direction. We'll start keeping I'm gonna stat start of the most compliments. dude on the planet, man. I'm going to spend all day going like, oh, right on, right on. Again, your choices are beaver, wolf, deer, or bear. Yanni, you feeling confident? No. Neither am I. No. Uh, I would, any of those. I think it's about a 50-50. I think two are pretty yeah. easy to knock out, and mm-hmm. then it's a 50-50. I, I agree with you. Does everybody have an answer? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying bear, Bill saying beaver, Maggie saying wolf, Chester saying deer, Brody saying beaver, Corinne saying beaver, and Giannis saying bear. The correct answer is bear. Oh, man. Me and Giannis are neck and neck. This is according to the Association for the Sciences of Limnology and Oceanography. There are 438 bear lakes in America. That's followed by 307 beaver lakes, 224 deer lakes, and 141 wolf lakes. Good question. Very happy with how that whole thing went. (laughs) (laughs) We're on to question two. The topic is gear. The most widely available broadhead weights at Bass Pro are 100 grain, 125 grain, and blank. So I'm looking for third place. The most widely available broadhead weights at Bass Pro are 100 grain, 125 grain, and blank. Bill, if you're wondering about when that bone was coming, <laughs> I, think the, I think the bone is is uh the, the bone is here. Question two. You think this is it? You think you know this one, Bill? I, I know I'm based on our sales. Okay. Yeah. How about but the rest of the We don't sell there, but I know kind of what's most popular Ooh. out there. Oh, that kind of ah. that that could inform your uh, your answer, but is, I'm it. Now nah, I'm gonna. Dick, 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 dick. Does everybody have an answer? I just went first thing popped to my head. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying 85, Bill <laughs> saying 150, Maggie saying 130, Chester saying 175, Brody saying 150, Corinne saying 200. <laughs> And Giannis saying 85. We do have a correct answer in the room. It's 85 grains. Oh, oh man. Steve and Yanni. Come on. You know, what these guys aren't thinking of is it because the crossbowers. Is it the crossbow community? Well, I, think, I think it's women and children well, uh, well, that are probably shooting I the one like or the 85s. For a long time. So I should have got that right, right? But that was your bone, dude. That was my bone. <laughs> but I've seen more and more of a trend away from that 85 and more 150s. So that's why I want it's, 150. And what kind of shooter do you find is normally shooting like a one to, or an 85 grain broadhead? Um, somebody's going for light, light, fast. A lot of the, a lot of whitetail guys, a lot of guys that are set up more for target 3D shooting are trying to go light, fast, and then they just want to use the same head there. So that's what I see. I thought the trend was more away from that, even though I didn't want to admit that maybe still is the truth. Now, Bass but those Pro, aren't mutually exclusive. There could be the trend away from that, but it could still be number three. Bass Pro sells 99 broadheads. 
that weigh 100 grains. That's followed by 30 broadheads that weigh 125 grains, eight broadheads that weigh 85 grains, and three broadheads that weigh 150 grains. Hmm. We're on to question three. The topic is cooking. This next great question comes to us. Get you right, Brody? Adam Moore. No, man. That's great. <laughs> if you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at TheMeatEater.com. If you order fried cooter from a restaurant, what kind of animal are you eating? If you order fried cooter, C-O-O-T-E-R, from a restaurant, what kind of animal are you eating? Nobody knew this one right off the bat. Seems like uh, wherever Adam Moore hails from, we don't have anyone in this room that grew up there. Hmm. Hmm. Again, fried cooter. What kind of animal are you eating? Can you give us a hint where he's from? Not giving you any hints. Does everybody... Oh, look at that. Did you know that was there? I just noticed it. (laughs) We sell a water bottle that is the bear water bottle. Uh, that I, I gave these stats to our designer, Hunter Spencer, and one of them is there are 438 Bear Lakes in the U.S. Uh, but it doesn't say it doesn't say how many other kind of lakes there are. Uh, no. Well, then it follows that up by saying it's the most popular lake name among mammals. It just supports the whole Kimmy Werner hypothesis. This does. <laughs> hey, Kimmy. Again, fried cooter. Does everybody have an answer? Nope. Brody, 0 for two potentially. Starting off over three. <laughs> Every once in a while, you have a bad day, Spencer. Does everybody have an answer now, Brody? Let's go. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve. Still writing, but still writing. Saying soft shell crab. Is that what it says? Yeah. Soft shell crab. Bill saying pig. Maggie saying quail. Chester saying raccoon. Brody saying rabbit. Corinne saying gator. Giannis saying gator. Huh. Nobody got it right. The correct answer is soft shell turtle or turtle. Oh, that's what I wrote. I, I had a T written down and scratched it yeah, out. Yeah, if crab were, were written. Say? It's turtle. common in the T-L-A. South to refer to soft shell turtles as cooters, specifically when they're being turned into soup or deep fried nuggets. This can get confusing, though, because there is actually a different species of turtle called the river cooter, which looks similar to a painted turtle. Do you know that... Uh, Johnny Paycheck shot a man in the head in an argument over turtle soup. No. Tales from the Johnny, tour bus. Yeah, creased his, missed, kind of missed, and just creased his forehead. What What do you think the argument was about? They, you can watch a documentary where they interview both the lawyers who defended each side of it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's, it's like the weird, they got, they were traded hats, and then one guy wanted to trade back, and it escalated into an argument of, over going to someone's house for turtle soup, and Johnny Paycheck shot him and creased his forehead man and then vanished into the night have you ever eaten soft shell turtle <laughs> oh yeah what? i got a soft shell turtle story that'll curl your hair let's hear it so me and eddie Lulofs, uh i think it was eddie we were camping at a place called cisco bayou on the white river and we were eating deer steaks and throwing the trim from the deer steaks out into the bayou okay mm-hmm. you follow me mm-hmm the next day, we catch a soft shell in our turtle trap, butcher it, and I'll give you one guess to guess what was in its stomach. A deer steak. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. Those things are aggressive. Uh, Why is that I- supposed to curl his hair? 
I don't know. I like it. <laughs> like, how, how big was, was a little bit of a letdown there, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Question four. The topic is public lands. Mount Rushmore is surrounded by what 1.2 million acre national forest? Mount Rushmore is surrounded by what 1.2 million acre national forest? We had a few folks in the room who knew it, but for the most part, just going to be seeing some guesses. Again, looking for what national forest surrounds Mount Rushmore. I, I got to ask about the... Well, I can't, I don't want to give away too much, but... No, I wouldn't. <laughs> Does everybody have an answer? It's just trivia. <laughs> no one has ever had that thought playing trivia. That's just trivia. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying Black Hills, Bill saying Custer, Maggie saying Badlands, Chester saying Black Hills, Brody saying Black Hills, Corinne without an answer, and Giannis saying Custer. The correct answer is the Black Hills yeah. National oh, Forest. Oh, oh, I feel like I might just pull into the lead. <laughs> <laughs> the Mount Rushmore project started in 1927 and finished in 1941. The man who came up with the idea suggested the mountain should be dedicated to heroes of the American West, like Lewis and Clark, Chicago Wea, Red Cloud, Buffalo Bill Cody, and Crazy Horse. But as we now know, the hill was turned into Washington, Jefferson, Roosevelt, and Lincoln. Have you been to the Crazy Horse Monument? Yes. No. Very underwhelming. Well, they're still working on it. They've been working on it for my whole life. And they'll be working on it for your children's whole lives. Probably. Supposedly. Yeah, I don't think it's underwhelming. No, it's, it's like it's, it's cool. like you look. It's just like you're watching like a thing that will take and some people. Yeah. I'm into it. I'm just not confident. Complain about Spencer. That wasn't complain about the show. I want to point out. I'm into it. I'm just not confident. Like you said, that even my children will see the end of Crazy Horse. Question five. We will get a scoreboard update from Phil after this. The topic is hunting. This next great question comes to us via Ali Spangler. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at TheMeatEater.com. Male turkeys are said to have droppings that are in what shape? Male turkeys are said to have droppings that are in what shape? Brody, the, these did, aren't the kind of questions that can change a game, Spencer. <laughs> I, feel we'll like, I feel like this one's pretty easy. You gotta have some of those in there. <laughs> Brody, did you know Black Hills National Forest, or was that just a good guess? I did. Steve, it seemed like you knew that one right away. Isn't Custer right there? There's Custer, um, Custer State Park is nearby, but it's not a national forest. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I feel like there's now, Custer National Forest extends into South Dakota. Well, the Black it's Hills extends into It's not the 1.2 million acre national forest. Mm -hmm. I don't know that there is a Custer. Custer. Oh, yeah, it's not Custer. That is not the one that surrounds. You're Mount thinking Rushmore. of Custer State Park or something like that no. in South Dakota. You know, I, Custer I'm, State Park is right be next ready, door. Because even though I'm not complaining anymore, <laughs> there might be a real problem. Again, male turkeys are said to have here. droppings that are in what shape? Does everybody have an answer? <laughs> I, I see where it's going, and I headed oh, you off. It's a real problem. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying J, Bill saying L, Maggie <laughs> saying Pellet, <laughs> Chester and Brody saying J, Corinne saying, what does that say? Fusili. It's your favorite pasta. <laughs> and Giannis 
saying J, the correct answer is J oh. or hook shaped. Okay. I feel so you can like make an argument right. for L, you know, if he's well, a little loose stool that day. Yeah. Like a, doesn't that J kind of I was going like to say this. Like never in my life has someone said it's it's an L shaped poop. Yeah. It's a hard right angle at the bottom of that. I was just going to say they have like a little, now, little curl to Yeah. Thing. What's, I, what's, I thought you were not going to give it to all the people that wrote a capital J. Why do you think it's a lowercase J? There's, no there's not a line across the top <laughs> of the poop. I was fixing a little fight you over top. hook and J. <laughs> nah, give it to get I either one. J-hook, but I don't want to overdo it. While male turkey droppings are J-shaped, female turkey droppings look more like a spiral blob or snail shell. This is because female turkey droppings exit the large intestine into the cloaca, which gives them a long runway to curl and clump. Male turkeys, on the other hand, have a phallus in their cloaca near the end of the digestive tract, which means there's less room for their waist to coil. I got a feeling if you if you had something similar with human feces... <laughs> that you could you could ID them by gender, that you would find that when you found surface shitters, they would all be male. Oh yeah, Mm-mm. just a feeling. Probably right. Mm. Not going to investigate It'd be it. Really though. interesting if you could be like, oh, a lady did that, <laughs> or a man. You know what I mean? Don't well. surface shit, guys. Sometimes Phil, we are halfway go. through the game of trivia. Give us a scoreboard update. Sure thing. We have three players who I guess I will say are playing trivia with a delicate touch. And by that, I mean they have zero points. Uh, Bill, Corinne, and Maggie. And then next up, we have Brody and Chester tied up with two points. Giannis has three points, and Stephen Ranella has four points. Hey. Uh, this is the worst I've ever done. This show is sponsored in part by BetterHelp. Now, I've been married so long, I can't remember how long I've been married. Like, 15 years? And I'm telling you, man, being in a relationship that long, I'm just going to come out and say it, requires work and, like, a lot, of ma- uh, a lot of relationship maintenance. And a common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy in order to be right. Well, that's just not how it goes. Sometimes the best ones happen when both people put in the work to make them great. And therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with friends, work, your significant other, or anyone. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Here's what you got to do. Visit BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, BetterHelp.com slash eater today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash eater. If you've learned anything after years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, it's this. There's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, no way, can't be true. But there isn't a catch. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly to you. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. 
You can ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get premium wireless service for just 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash eater. That's mintmobile.com slash eater. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash eater. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Make life insurance part of your financial planning this year. Start shopping now with Policy Genius to find the right policy to protect your family. Getting life insurance today means you'll have peace of mind so that if something were to happen to you, your family can cover expenses while getting back on their feet. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. They work for you, not the insurance companies. That means they don't have an incentive to recommend one insurer over another so you can trust their guidance. No wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com. Or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Question six, the topic is cooking. This southern state is famous for their white barbecue sauce, which is made with mayo, apple cider vinegar, Uh, sugar, salt, and black pepper. Oh, I know. What is it? My pen. I cannot think. It's probably like a... Um, Gross. Oh, Again, this southern state is famous for their white barbecue sauce, which is made with mayo, apple cider vinegar, sugar, salt, and black pepper. What is the state? Oh, it's dude, all good. these pens are dead. Dude. Dude. Mm, mm, mm. I just it ate is? lunch and I could oh, eat. Oh, it is really good. Like, it's uh, not barbecue put, sauce. Put that on a little <laughs> bit of fried just chicken. Ma- Ooh. Give it some hints. I like, I like mine on a smoked turkey sandwich. <laughs> Ooh. Does everybody have an answer? Looking for the state that's famous for their white barbecue sauce. I do. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying Alabama. Bill saying Alabama. Maggie saying Alabama. Alabama. Brody. Brody oh, saying geez, North Carolina. Man. Corinne saying How Alabama. And Giannis saying Listen, Alabama. Remember Brody used to be like a formidable force? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the Alabama white sauce. Listen, is Alabama. Got the most wins. I was just saying he's I wanted to get kicked the head by a mule <laughs> and have like a real bad streak and like uh-huh, slowly nope. recover and shit and people get behind me again. But that's where Brody's at. Listen, I'm glad I'm throwing up the stinker before the tournament. Yeah. Now, Alabama white sauce is typically served on pork or chicken, but it's also a great condiment for upland birds and small game. If you want to learn how to make it, then go to TheMeatEater.com and read Lucas Leaf's article called How to Make Alabama White Sauce. Comeback sauce is another name for it, I think. Oh, never heard that one. I like it, though. Look it up. Um, Could be wrong. I I like all of our... uh, Recipe, cook, chef, contributors. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like every time I look at one of Lucas Leaf's stuff, I'm like, golly, that looks, sounds so delicious. Well, he he really appeals to our sensibilities, being from South Dakota and Michigan. Mm. Uh, he knows how to cook, being a Minnesotan. You know what's funny is uh, 
we have an article about the McGriddle thing. Uh-huh. Um, my they, body. He did. Yeah, that my was body is friends with the guy that makes the McGriddles, and he called my body super excited about that. Now, what does that mean? He makes like he works at a McDonald's, or he's like a chef <laughs> at a McDonald's? No, HQ? apparently he's like the McGriddle oh. supplier guy, and he was impressed. He really was happy. Oh, great! Yeah. So he called my buddy to express his happiness. Then my buddy called me to pass along the happiness. That's right. Steve is referring to a venison McGriddle recipe we have on the meateater.com. Question seven. The topic is biology. This is our listener question of the week, which was won by Chris Droste. For sending this great question, Chris is going to get a signed copy of the Meat Eater Guide to Wilderness Skills and Survival. If you want a chance to win the listener question of the week, then send your questions to trivia at themeateater.com. A brewer's duck is a hybrid between a gadwall and a blank. A brewer's duck, and brewer is a proper noun. A brewer's duck is a hybrid between a gadwall and a blank. I think Steve is uh, pacing the room to destroy the Shelby Index of six. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I didn't. I'm not cocky. Uh huh. I'm not discouraged. You know this one? No. Okay. I have a hunch. Again, a brewer's duck is a hybrid between a gadwall and a blank. I could walk you through how I got there, but I'd be I'd be given too much information. Chester, I saw some erasing. Are you ready? No. Corinne. I'm ready. Okay. You could just pick a duck and write that down. Come on, Corinne. You know one duck. Pick a duck. Oh, the... Corinne writes the crazy shit on her board. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your heart's not in the game right now. Uh, I just can't. It's like, okay. That's uh, Yana saying he's not mad at you. He's just disappointed. There. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying a mallard. Bill saying a mallard. Maggie saying a mallard. Chester saying a widgeon. Brody saying a mallard. Corinne saying a widgeon, and Giannis saying a mallard. The correct answer is mallard. The duck was named by John James Audubon in 1822 after he collected and painted one in Louisiana. Brewer's ducks are noticeably different from mallards and gadwalls, but not in a consistent way. Their head color, chest color, wing color, and scaly pattern express a lot of variability. Question eight, we'll get a scoreboard update from Phil after this. The topic is woodsmanship. Who is the author of outdoor books like Should the Tent Be Burning Like That? If you didn't bring jerky, what did I just eat? You're not lost if you can still see the truck, and it's only slow food until you try to eat it. Seems like Stephen Brody knew it. Giannis knew it. The rest of the room is not quick with an answer. Again, looking for the author of outdoor books, like, should the tent be burning like that? If you didn't bring jerky, what did I just eat? You're not lost if you can still see the truck, and it's only slow food until you try to eat it. Giannis, you know this one? I think so. There's a, uh, in the 40 Mile Hunter office in Toke, Alaska... I'm looking around the room. I know who's been there. <laughs> or they, I don't know if Bill's been there. I have not. But one of his pieces is on that door in the bathroom. It's a nice short read when you sit down. And it's a, it, if you yeah. don't come out of there laughing, then something's wrong with you. I like it. Hmm. 
Does everybody have an answer who's going to come up with one? I, I want I want on the bottom right what I think Brody wrote. <laughs> right. I, think, I think I know if you got it wrong, I think I know what your answer so would be as well. So I wrote well. the answer, and then on so the bottom no I wrote idea. what Brody wrote. All right. Really? This is see, next see. level shit Zero right here. Clue. Go well, ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying Bill Heavey, and uh, he wrote Patrick McManus Dang, under that. Maybe I got it Bill wrong. saying Smith, Maggie oh. without an answer, Chester without an answer, Bill saying Bill Heavey, Corinne without an answer, and Giannis saying Patrick McManus. The correct answer is Bill Heavey. Oh, oh. Dang. You're oh. in the You're, ballpark, Giannis, of like humorist outdoor writers, uh, but it's not McManus. Man, I didn't know any of the titles except for the last one. It's not, it's not, uh, <clears throat> no, Bill Heaney's a good food. humorous man. He's funny as shit. Great. Bill has described himself as a suburban hunter gatherer, every man outdoors man, and a professional amateur. In case you couldn't tell by his book titles, his writing focuses on misadventures in the outdoors. If you want to learn more about Heavey, then listen to episode 351 of the Wired Hunt podcast, where Mark Kenyon interviews him about his writing career. Is he hmm. uh, is he McManus's successor? Did he come in right after him? I would say that he he assumed uh, he assumed the throne of McManus, but him and McManus overlap. McManus oh, is dead did? now. But McManus is like they shoot canoes, don't they? And, and mm-hmm. yeah, but I wonder if Heavey took over his position. Oh, that I it don't felt know. like he he took over that space as like the back page writer. Yeah, in, you know, was it Field and Stream or Outdoor Life? I'm not Maybe sure both. Which, uh, yeah. McManus's best line ever was that if whether it's a creek or a crick, depends on if there's a tire, tire in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah McManus <laughs> had a lot of writing. I didn't know this until recently. Uh, that was not focused on the outdoors. It seemed like he was writing like almost some mystery stuff that had to do with the outdoors that I think also had humor sprinkled in. Yeah, Heavey's funny, man. Phil, mm-hmm. we have two questions left. Give us a scoreboard update. Uh, we have two questions left, and we have two players left in the game, and those two players are Steven Granella, who's in first place with seven points, but uh, kind of warm on his trail is Giannis Boutelis <laughs> <laughs> with five points. So if Steve, if Steve fails to get these next two and Yanni gets them correct, it's a tie game. <laughs> See if Yanni's got a cold nose or not. (laughs) Question nine, the topic is gear. This next great question comes to us via David Chestnut. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, send it to trivia at themeateater.com. Five states have a firearm on their state flag. Name one of them. Five states have a firearm on their state flag. Name one of those states. Seems like nobody knew this right off the bat. Son of a buck. This could be. <laughs> I'm like racking my fifth grade education brain, like learning all the state flags. This could be what helps Yanni catch up with Steve, looking for one of the five states with a firearm on their flag. Nobody knew this right off the bat. Yanni, it's going to be tough to catch him if you don't write an answer. No, I'm going to write one. Okay. You know what? I think I just remembered one. (laughs) (laughs) Does everybody have an answer? Looking for the state. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying California. Bill saying Virginia. Maggie saying Tennessee. Chester saying Wisconsin. Brody saying New Hampshire. Corinne saying Texas. And Giannis saying Montana. The five states are Delaware, West Virginia, Michigan, Minnesota, and Wyoming. Uh, 
So I think nobody got it. <laughs> Despite having someone from Wyoming and multiple people from Michigan in here. Well, a lot of them have got so much stuff on them, you know? They do. That's, I was really... That's why I went with Montana, because I could have sworn the dude standing there might be holding on to a long smoke pole, but he's well, not. He's got like a axe or something in his hand, I think. Yeah. Delaware's show is a revolutionary soldier with a long gun. West Virginia's shows two hunting rifles crossed on the ground. Michigan's shows a man with his right hand raised in peace, but his left hand holding a gun. Some Ooh, versions good. of Minnesota's hmm. flag show a pioneer <laughs> with a rifle leaning against a tree stump, and some versions of Wyoming's flag show a cowboy with a holstered pistol. How did I grow up in Michigan and not notice that? I didn't. Oh, I, like I know, but I like it. What do you yeah. like? Some I might steal versions. That for my so, so some old versions, <laughs> and, and it depends on where you buy the flag from, how accurate they are. But flags change over time, along greatest, with state seals. And Wyoming's, um, I believe, now the cowboy doesn't have a holstered pistol. But if you bought one like twenty years ago, he would have the holstered pistol. Oh, you mean that famous Buck and Bronco one? No, Wyoming's has the big bison in the center of the like flag, and then it's the state seal in the middle of that, and the seal shows a cowboy with a holstered pistol. Mm. But I think some versions just show, like, a generic something hanging on his belt. It could be a pliers, it could be uh, a knife, uh, but older versions show that it's very clearly a pistol. Hmm. We know our winner of Meat Eater Trivia is Steve. Congratulations. <laughs> but we still have a question Yay! left. Good job, Steve. Since no one cheered for Steve last time. <laughs> I won! It never gets less impressive, right, guys? Oh, man. You know, my girls just hiked six miles uh, two days in a row with backpacks on. I was pretty proud, but I'm pretty I'm prouder now. Yeah. I'm glad what he won. It gives a me win. a little motivation to stay motivated. Your girls did six miles of backpacks on? Yeah. That's great, man. We yeah. have one question left here. Let's the play it. topic is conservation. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service recommended declaring this animal extinct in 2021, whose nickname is the Lord God Bird. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service recommended declaring this animal extinct in 2021, whose nickname is the Lord God Bird. Seems like nobody knew this one right off the bat. Just going to be getting some educated guesses. Steve with the quickest answer. How you feel about this, Steve? 50-50. I think I got it. You could get this wrong <laughs> and uh, that contradicts itself, don't it? <laughs> prove the Shelby index fairly accurate, or if you get it right, you just blew it out of the water. We haven't had overtime in quite a while. We're not going to get it again today. It's disappointing. I just got overtime questions banked up and ready. Does everybody have an answer those now? Are, those are fun to play, too. The Lord God Bird. Yanni? I hate the lids on these pens. They just fall off. I, just, I, just, I, I can't I think know, I'm of them. I'm almost ready to boycott <laughs> until Spencer buys better. Uh, a bird or an animal that was is like on the the verge. You ready? Give me Let, a hint, Steve. Uh, yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm give ready. us a little It's not going to be hot. It's not going to be hot. You're, it's not going to be hot. You're thinking Steve, about Steve, you it. can give a hint if you think you know it and you, you've already secured the victory. My understanding, if I'm right, it's something that is wide that has been widely understood to be extinct. I, I give another hint here. Uh, its last confirmed sighting was Louisiana in 1944. And people see it, and they get all excited, and then someone comes out and says, "Son, what you're looking at is a pileated woodpecker." Oh, an enormous hint. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and reveal your answers. Oh, yeah. We have Hold Steve on. saying on. the ivory-billed woodpecker. <laughs> 
Bill, without an answer, Maggie had it before Steve's hint, saying the ivory build would. Brody got a post hint. Chester, without an answer. <laughs> Brody, <laughs> Brody, post hint. So good. Got it. Corinne, without an answer, and Giannis, post hint, says ivory build woodpecker. That's correct. It's the ivory build woodpecker. Ornithologists gave them this nickname because of what people cried out the first time they ever saw one. Quote, Lord God, what a bird. (laughs) (laughs) The last universally accepted sighting of the ivory-billed woodpecker came out of Louisiana in 1944, but unofficial sightings have been reported since then in states like Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Mississippi, and Cuba. Steve is our winner with eight correct answers. The Thanks, room is guys. thrilled. Thanks, guys. Yay. I've never seen smiles so big Yay. after a game of Yay. trivia. Now what happens next? Steve gets to choose where the $500 donation goes for winning. So, Steve, what's it going to be? Spencer, it's no big, you know, uh-huh. me winning, it's normal. <laughs> what do I normally do? Uh, TRC. I'm going to give my money because I'm on the board. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give my money to the Theodore Roosevelt Conservation Partnership. Next time Creature I win, if, if, if it turns out that the, that the Tennessee Wildlife uh, Federation, Foundation, Federation? Fed. Federation. If they are eager to get that squirrel eating tournament <laughs> back there, uh-huh. I'll donate and then me and Yanni will go to the squirrel eating tournament. Wow. That uh-huh. is an incentive. Get me and Yanni don't do anything together anymore, so that'd be a fun little trip for us. Yeah. <laughs> the squirrel, I think it's the squirrel world champion, or the world champion squirrel cook-off is already taken, so Tennessee's going to have to start their own version of that then to get you boys down there. Mm-hmm. If you eating. go, you got to enter your own dish, though. Oh, well. What would you make? Squirrel, hoss, and pepper. Yeah. I knew that was going to be the answer. Yanni, would you agree with that? <clears throat> I knew that was going to be his answer. I- I've made it. It's a little too tangy for me, Ooh. personally. You could do something with that some recipe. Alabama white sauce on it. Ooh. Well, I might braise squirrel in Alabama white sauce. I like it. That wouldn't work. <laughs> Steve is our winner, donating to TRCP. That's it for this game of trivia. Gar- Bill, listen, guaranteeing Americans playing. quality <laughs> places to hunt and fish. How can you argue with that? You can't. You can't. TRCP. Unless, unless there's a squirrel cook-off on the line, then, then you could argue. That's it for Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins. Thanks, Spencer. Hey, you ever needed something for your home but don't have the cash or credit to pay for it? You can do that at Aaron's. Yep, you can rent to own appliances like washers, dryers, or refrigerators, furniture for your living room or bedroom, even tech. Plus, Aaron's has great brands like HP, Samsung, and Ashley. Life's always changing. Keep it, return it, upgrade it. Aaron's fits your life instead of the other way around. So check out your nearest Aaron's store or visit Aaron's.com to see what I'm talking about. Approval isn't guaranteed and some restrictions apply. You got to see your local store for details. Two thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing an electrical blackout. You could be one of them sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. These things are sweet because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. 
Go to 4patriots.com slash meat eater to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4patriots.com slash meat eater. 